Can you wait on it? Can you be willing to work without the promise of immediate gain or promotion? Running man in slow motion, no kick, push, but we coasting through this thing called life. We like to call it fast paced, but it's only fast based on our ethnicity, background, demographic. Who can ask if or even have the gall or stones to demand a fast pass to living? Only time enough to make doodles, but mad they can't see the vision. Listen, it takes longer, but it works better than raising hands to take a stand against something you know you don't understand. Man, look. Distance makes the heart fonder, and distance over speed equals time, then that means that while half your mind is in bondage from time, the other side should be bonding with your destiny. Child, stop trying to rush so much. Your anxious energy is stressing me, so be patient. Power. What's good? What's going on? What's Powell? This is the Black in a Minute podcast brought to you once again by the illustrious Twymon Arts. Shout out. I am Nero Angelo. For those of y'all who do not know me, I go by the Dark King Poet. That's Dark Skin with a G on the end. Yes, sir. And today we're going to talk about patience. Yes. You know, the irony of all this, I ain't even going to give y'all a definition because if y'all know what patience is, that's a bit sad. Yo. But. <laughs> the irony of all of this is that y'all low-key have been patient with us because Woo! it's been a grip since we've been able to get back to these episodes. But best believe we catching up. We got this one and two more and we gonna be right back on the line, baby. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, uh, man, let's get into it. What's the what's the first thing that comes to mind when you think about patience, bro? You know, um, here lately, as a... Uh, you know, early 90s, baby. Yes, sir. Here lately, I've just been thinking a lot about delayed gratification. Mmm. Say that one again. Delayed gratification. Yes. Ooh, speak on it. Bruh, so it's just like, man, I, I used to be a person that was very impatient. And yeah. so this was my logic. I felt that I was so much more powerful. Right. You know, <laughs> the irony. Right. I felt that I was so powerful that I was in so much control of my reality that when things didn't go my way, not only was I not impatient, I was impatient because I felt things should be going faster, but literally, like, I was just like, yo, if this is not going at the speed that I needed to, then basically... It's all my fault, no one else but me, mm-hmm. and I hate the fact that I have to wait. And, you know, sometimes it would be things that I didn't realize how much control, essentially, that I had. And, you know, I would say that one of the things that I didn't take into consideration, because my mind was so narrow, was the whole principle of luck and how luck plays into um, our reality mm-hmm. in terms of what happens to us and what we make happen. I think part of m- my wrong way of thinking was just simply that if I was in control of something, it meant that I was 100% in control of it. Right. And that obsession 
with me wanting that control over whatever that thing was mm-hmm. without accounting for those things that are not in my control yeah. would annoy the hell out of me. So I'm just like, yo, why is this taking so long? You was tripping over the, what they call the extraneous variables. Woo. Right on. Yes, sir. So, you know, that would, it would just, it would just bug at me. I'm just like, man, why do I have to wait so long? And another thing that kind of contributed to that was just learning about dopamine receptors and how, you know, the whole notion of the fact that when you hunting or going out there to chase or something, it's so much more thrilling as opposed to once you actually get it. Yeah. I I think we talked about that a little bit. It's really... Oh, we have. it's, it's, It's the idea that you create of what that thing is is the anticipation of it that just builds and builds and builds and builds and because it hasn't become a concrete or a you know realistic thing yet because you can't feel it because you can't touch it because you can't you know taste smell all the senses it has no limit in how much it builds the desire for it builds because of course you know look if we find something that we really like and we actually take part or partake of it it may our dopamine response may reach a high level if it's very pleasing and very good but it has a hard limit right whenever you are desiring something that you either cannot have or do not have there is no limit And sometimes, you know, the fact that there is a distance of sort from that thing, it does proportionately build your desire for it. Yeah, and you know, that's like like why I said, like for me, for a lot of people, they were more where I had to learn the delayed gratification point of it was flipping it from uh, like why I gotta wait to actually enjoying the thrill of the hunt the mm-hmm. thrill of the chase yes, the anticipation learning instead of not to be so impatient about it and be annoyed by it to letting that actually thrill my desire for whatever it was I wanted to acquire right bar. right right ooh that is a part right that's clean I had to figure that out yeah and that's what helped me with patience was just that you know what if at the if once the outcome happens right mm-hmm. it's just back to normal then why be annoyed with it yeah when instead like why why put so much negativity toward it when the outcome would still end up being the same like oh now i finally have it yeah all right yeah you know and, and that's kind of how it is with most things. Not yeah. everything is like yeah. that. But like with most things, like once you get it, you got it. Yeah. So it, and, like all of that, all of that before right. it is null now. It, it's voided. And the, the, the interesting thing about that is sometimes if it's something that offers like brief satisfaction or just a certain joy or ecstasy or whatever for a certain period, it's the consistent use of it, and in some ways, it's kind of how it's kind of how drugs work. It's the consistent usage of it that causes the effect of it on you mm. and on your dopamine receptors. 
to gradually get lower and lower with the same repeated use at the same level of intensity. Now catch that. At the same level of intensity. Remember I told you, with everything that you want and you desire, once you physically have it, once you possess it, and knowingly possess it, there is a hard limit for how much it stimulates you, right? Even if that limit is high, there's a hard limit to it, right? And once you get to that threshold, it doesn't cross. So, like you said, whenever you are just desiring it, it builds. But also, if it is something that can increase in intensity or increase in value or increase in potency, then that hard limit starts to go up. You never lose the limit. Now that's the trick to it. You never lose the limit. There is always an upper ceiling of how high something goes or takes you. But you can make it higher if you increase the intensity, if you increase the value, the volume, whatever you wanna wanna say. So with that, that in, that in so many ways explains certain addictions. Because you notice that when you are addicted, hooked, or used to doing something, you have to increase or up the ante. You have to increase the intensity for it to affect you on the same level or on a higher level than it did before. Once you've done it, you know what I'm saying? Mm. It's just like, well, I mean, it's just like me and you with, with, with lyrics, with bars, with music. You never get satisfied. So the more that you become well-versed in music, the more that you become familiar with good quality stuff, the more you not only desire it, but also the higher your standards become. Sure. Because you've become exposed to a higher level. And now that you have been exposed to that, you can no longer just settle for something that's below that. Yeah, no, you're right there, brother. You're right. You are right. And I think that's the biggest thing about patience is, like you said, you have to learn to appreciate the chase just as much as you do the acquisition. Yeah, I, I think, you know, that that was the, the mental work that I had to do. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, once I finally get this, I'm still going to feel the same. Whether I'm impatient about that time, period or not. But rather, if the outcome is still going to end up being, I get this thing or this thing happens or I... I get to this new level. Once I get that thing, I'm then gonna still want something else or to gain, you know, further progression in whatever it is I do. So if I know that and I'm working and building towards that, I should be more so satisfied with the outcome, with with the work that takes to get to the outcome than the outcome itself. The outcome is going to be the same either way. Ooh, you hitting on something. Keep going. So, you know, is that, but you know what it also became for me was just that um, it doesn't have to happen now. Yes. It, It doesn't have to be instantly. And I think that's where a lot of the just realism and just life, how life works, um, came to me, you know. Th- this is the uh, what do they call it? This is the uh, microwave. the microwave age. Yeah. You know the the instant access age. Yeah. You know, blame a lot of it, a lot of it for the internet, and it's just that you know we want it now, snap yes. of fingers. You know, 
You got the door that we like we want we want it like DoorDash, right? Right. Like And it better not be late. Right. And it better be right. Right. And it's just like, okay, alright. You don't even hold those standards for yourself in certain regards. Imagine putting all that weight on somebody else to do something. Right. And that that's not to say that people can't complain about those things. Of course there's room for that. And you know, some things are more intentional than others. But, right? For me, looking at that whole luck factor and just like you know what luck blessed whatever term you want to use to describe the privilege or privileges that can exist for a person Mm -hmm. that might not exist for the next person that may allow something to be easier either for you or easier for you to come by right you know you have to acknowledge that and if anything if it's for the better, especially, you ought to be grateful for it. Right. And that that's 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 part of you know where the gratitude right. comes in at. And I mean like it's it's reflected in so many adages and phrases that we hear, like your greater is coming. I used to always hear that like in church or whatever, and I used to never understand what that means. Like, you know, you hear it and you nod your head and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it means is your greater is coming. Actually, ironically enough, was actually talking today about the story of the prodigal son and that is a perfect example of what patience can do or what a lack of patience can do is that when you say i want it now i want it now okay that's cool you can have it that's great but are you ready for it because what did the prodigal son do he took his inheritance that he shouldn't have gotten until his daddy died ran off somewhere blew it all blew a whole bag as you would say Got a bunch of friends, and then as soon as it was gone, he not the pig pen, literally. But uh, we're going to get back to this as soon as we have a word from our sponsors. All right, then. So we're back. And, you know, kind of what I was talking about, like the concept of the prodigal son. I actually had a nice little quotable from my granddaddy. And he don't be realizing that he be making quotables. I don't think he realizes it. Heck. He, he probably, shoot, he probably do. Um, but let me see. He said that life experiences can cause a turnaround. I thought that was, I thought that was pretty dope. Just in general, you know what I'm saying? Um, but how that relates to patience and the importance of patience is that if you look at the story of the prodigal son, and I'm not trying to take folk too deep into like church or the Bible, but it's a it's just an important message. Is that sometimes you say that you should wait because your end result or your reward or whatever is going to be greater in the end, right? Um, and it's possible that this could also be true for this particular case in which he took his inheritance too early instead of just waiting um, for it to be offered to him. But in this case, what you're really looking at is not whether or not the inheritance would have been greater had he took it later, had he waited. Because it's not the gain that, that we're looking at that's important. It's what he did with it because of the knowledge or lack thereof or experience or lack thereof that he had. 
This is a man who clearly lacked real world experience. He did not have an understanding of how the world works. He was likely from a very well-off family, so he didn't have to want for a whole lot of things. There might have been things that he wanted, but he didn't really need nothing, you know what I'm saying? He didn't have to be out there, right? But he wanted to be out there, you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, he took his inheritance and it probably could have lasted him his whole life. Or at the very least for long enough for him to build something out of it. Or for, as everybody loves to say, for him to invest, become an entrepreneur. He could be an entrepreneur. Yes, I'm making fun of Russell Simmons, don't judge me. Um, I, I, I just crack up when he says it. But realistically, that parable is a way of teaching us that the end does not justify the means. Sometimes the means makes it so that you are not only prepared, you're well equipped to handle the end. Mm, okay. You're well equipped to handle the end because sometimes there are blessings, positives, upgrades, you know, that you receive in life that you have to be made ready for. Like, case in point. What's something that updates constantly but still don't work? Facebook. Um, perfect example. In order for an update to properly work or an upgrade to properly work with a system, the system has to be made ready for it, correct? It has to be made compatible with the upgrade, right? Yeah. I mean, perfect case in point, like when you had the uh, PS3, when the PS3 first came out and they had all the backwards compatible PS2 games, you know, a lot of those games, like the quote unquote HD versions that they had, had a lot of issues. Why? Because you're trying to force something that is not properly set or equipped to run on a different device to run on it. And not only that, you're trying to advance it without sometimes doing the necessary tweaks to make it compatible, right? That's the same thing as in life. That's the same thing as whenever you are wondering why patience is important. Sometimes patience is important because you have to get yourself properly put back together, properly equipped, properly set up to handle what is coming next, you know? What do you do every time you get a new job? You go through what? Training. You gotta watch those crappy little training videos with the cheesy voices that you always hate and you wanna ignore all the time, but you can't, you know why? Because it's training. And if you don't have that training, you are not going to progress. We're not going to do well. You might get lucky. You might do all right for a little bit, but you will never be as well equipped as you would with training, right? Uh, what's your thoughts on that, though? I wanna, I wanna know where you, where you thinking. You I mean, like sure. You know, here's my thing. You know, like I said earlier when I talked about delayed gratification, mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure what the technical term for it is. So forgive me, audience. But um. What I was talking to you off air was about the selling pyramid. Mm. 
Yes, yes. How it's three points. There's price, there's time, and there's quality. And as you go around the three points in a triangle, you always guarantee that you can at least get two, but at least one of them will suffer. So if you want something cheap, it's not going to take that much time, the quality of it is going to be very good. Yes. If you want something that's going to be high in quality and you want someone to take their time with it, then it's going to cost a lot. And it's kind of like rock, paper, scissors where like in a way things end up canceling each other out yeah. to an extent because you can't have it all. It can't be perfect. No. It can be good. It can be great, but it won't be perfect. And it kind of makes me think of just about like, you know, as it relates to patience some of the good and bad that can come from patients or lack thereof. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, we miss out on the most important things because we're cutting corners in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. You know, either it's the quality, most times it's the quality that'll suffer. You know, if you speed the process up, it's not going to be as good. Right. Or there's going to be more cost. Yes. And in, in, in terms of life, in terms of non-monetary costs, sacrifice, right? Right. You will give up more for the sake of. Yeah. And I think that the thing that you have to consider, I'm glad you brought that up, because one of the biggest things that you have to consider is, and this is probably something we should have started with, is that there is a difference between patience There's a difference between patience and complacency. I second that. Yeah. Patience is you waiting and being patient. And usually while you're being patient, you're also trying to work towards what you want next. You're trying to prepare yourself. You're trying to build something up. You're trying to create something new so that way you can step into something new. Complacency is you just sitting there and moping about what your situation is. Just being done with trying. I think, yeah, it's it's more so just satisfaction with the current situation. Right. Or or just, and sometimes it's a forced satisfaction in that you don't see things becoming any greater by virtue of your experiences, maybe learned experiences from other people who have told you that there is nothing coming for you. But with that, we urge you to be patient, but not complacent. Yes. And delayed gratification is the key. Yes. Slow and steady wins the race. Mm-hmm. And slow and steady, want, you'll realize that sometimes once you get to that thing that you want, you'll realize just how much the experiences you went through helped you get through that they built you into what individual you are now. they helped to make you into something greater that can handle the things that come with it okay look all of us want to look all of us at some point wanted an expensive car 
you know, that Mercedes Benz or whatever. But are you prepared to deal with what comes with that? You know? In case in point, I had a dude. Uh, I remember I was trying to get a car, and I saw one, and it was a, it was a Volkswagen. It was a Jetta, right? Mileage was kind of high, but it was an alright car. It was a nice car, right? And so we were talking to this older gentleman who sold cars for a living. He'd been, he'd been in the business for a minute. He was over to Patrick. Uh, I forgot his name. But he, I told him about it, right? And I showed it to him. I was like, yeah, this is the idea we had. You know, he looked me dead in the face and said, I will not sell that to you. This is a salesman. Career salesman. You know, selling stuff to college kids that don't know nothing is what they did you know what I'm saying he told me straight to my face I will not sell you that because and he's like you have enough issues to deal with you don't need any he's like anytime that you need help or anything fixed on that you will have to come back to the dealership you cannot take that to a shop and get it worked on you have to come back here and get it worked on which means what one I gotta contend with their schedule I have to contend with their prices and there's nothing I can compare the two in the area which means I'm getting screwed every time he's like no not I can't sell you that not I don't think you should get that I will not you know and that is once again an example of patience of being taught patience because if things had went my way and I had gotten that thing that I thought I wanted, maybe it wouldn't have worked out for me that well. If I had chosen to be like, well, screw you, old man, I'm going to do what I want and still try to get what I wanted, maybe it wouldn't have worked out so well. Maybe it would have, who knows? But the wisdom that comes from time and experience is something that should never be discounted and something that should never be outwardly and blatantly ignored i agree you know if an old look i'm saying like this if an old man tell you something with a serious face just know he mean it and know it comes from somewhere you know you gotta respect that age and time are big things big things if you apply them now don't get me wrong there's some folk who just waste their time but People who've experienced certain things, they gain what I call cheat codes to life. And those are the things that if you are patient with them, they will pass it to you. So that way, sometimes you don't have to be as patient as you would have had to be. You know? Um, what do you think of that, man? Was just, I'm just passing out examples, honestly, at this point. <laughs> you got any thoughts? I mean, you know, um, I think that, like I, as I said earlier, you have, you can only do so much, right? Yeah. Once you've done your part, you're going to have to let the universe, as I, as I eloquently put it, do its thing. You will never be in full 100% control of anything. There will always be uh, luck or blessing or causation. Yes. Right? I like that causation. Steering 
decisions you make, the actions, reactions, so on and so forth. You control what you can, and you let, and you see through the rest. Right. Control the controllables, see through the rest. Like you'll that. be all right. Yeah. And, you know, and as I said before, I'll go ahead and use this because I do like this little quotable. It's going to get abused and he don't know it. Life experiences can cause a turnaround. You might what, have to put that inside. I might. Um, what you what you go, basically meaning, at least this is my interpretation. Of course, we don't have the author with us. But um, what you go through will change your perspective will change your perception of what you plan to do next. I think that's what that means to me. What you go through will change your perspective on what you plan to do next. And I like that, that when my grandfather actually brought this up, instead of telling the whole story, he brought up the first half where a dude collected his inheritance. And then the part before, the start of the second half where he was like, look, he came back and he's like, look, I just want to be a servant because I know the servants is living better than me. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to come back and just be a family member. I will come back and work as a servant because I know at least they get to eat good. You know? And that is what happens with experience. With experience, you learn to value and place value on things on a level that maybe you didn't before. And in order to gain that experience, you need time. Not time as in, like, the longest amount of time. No, But at least not. time, you know, from point A to point B in order to experience something. Yes. You need that part to happen. Right. You need to go through something. And that's where, you know, it comes from. That's why they say with age comes experience. They're not really, the emphasis isn't really on age in the sense of being older the emphasis is on the time that one would have acquired yes. from being older as opposed to someone younger. Yeah. And sometimes you learn these experiences early. Sometimes you learn these things from younger people. I yeah, it can happen, happen to anyone at any time, in any place, anywhere. Absolutely. Because there are so many cases where I, I deal with this at work, and I'm sure you deal with this sometimes, where some people look at you funny because you are younger. Or because maybe you aren't as experienced, but the simple fact is, nobody knows your story. Nobody knows how much patience you've put into things. Nobody knows how much work you've put into whatever it is you're doing. And never let that block you. And I know that's not really relevant to this specific subject, but seriously, do not let that block you. That's just something I felt like saying. You are where you are because of choices that you made and things that you allowed to take place in your life and certain proclamations that you may have made to yourself or to someone else or even to God or who or the universe or whatever you're here because you want you're here because you're supposed to be here you know that's that that's the thing that you have to remember um there's a there's an old song that says what God has for me is for me right so that means Whatever position you're in, whether you feel qualified or not, or whether somebody else feels that you're qualified or not, you're there because you're supposed to be. And you better make sure that somebody knows that you're supposed to be there. But anyway, I'm not gonna pontificate too much. 
Um, this has been yet another wonderful episode of the Black in a Minute podcast, sponsored by Twyman Art. I go by Nero Angelo. And I go by the Dark Skin Poet. That's Dark Skin with a G on the end. And we are here to tell you to be great, be beautiful, be wonderful, be the best versions of yourself. And when it is necessary, be patient. Peace out. Power.